the latest news. <laughs> I have been invited to a 70s night, which unfortunately for me is fancy dress. Um, the 70s <laughs> was one of those time periods I am so glad it left us. Well, particularly the early 70s. Anyway, I have got the platform shoes. Terrible to wear. In fact, high heel shoes are very popular now, but I've, I've got the platform shoes. I have the Farrah Fawcett wig. And unfortunately, I have something resembling a cat suit. Not the best look for Denise. However, I've got it. And... Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Like trends, I think it's so, I think trends now are very different. You know, as you get older, you don't have to sort of follow them quite the same way. Um, and uh, Sharon and I were smiling about, you know, this, this 70s thing that we're going to. Because trends are important and um, there's always a context around them too. So um, we're often asked about what are the latest trends in marketing? What's working? You know, what do we need to do? Two separate things, by the way. So what I want to do in today's podcast is talk about the current recruitment marketing trends. And what I've done differently, I put a different spin on it because I based it on what is working now rather than, uh, OK, this is trendy, but there's no real data behind it. Remember that thing called Periscope? that was some form of video platform that isn't isn't very useful at all. Um, instead, what we're going to talk about is 12 specific trends that are something that you w- might want to consider when it comes to marketing your recruitment organisation. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales podcast, and we're talking about trends. I will let you know how the 70s night goes. (laughs) Anyhow, trends, and importantly, which of the current trends are the ones that you want to consider when it comes to marketing your recruitment organisation? So um, before we, uh, we start that, if you are new to this podcast, there's probably another 115 other ones you can go and listen to uh, that cover every single topic imaginable around uh, marketing and sales and recruitment um, and how they all work together. And of course, you can head over to the Supervast Recruitment blog and there is a transcription of this very podcast there for you. Um, sign up for our webinar there on email marketing or, you know, uh, grab one of our free reports and then you'll be on our list and get notified when podcasts like these happen and get invites to other things. So recent trends and uh, current trends and what's working now. So something a little bit contentious I'm going to start with. In fact, I'm going to cover 12 key things here. First one is marketing versus sales. Now, I started my life as a salesperson. I used to, what was known in the pharmaceutical industry, carry the bag. I used to walk around, knock on doctors' doors, go walk around hospital corridors, see doctors there and sell our wares. And uh, what was great about that was we got a fantastic marketing department that 
made sure that um, we had everything that we needed and that we had the, the messaging and, and all that sort of stuff. And I think where where the, the, the trend really is now is that to have an obsessive focus on marketing. Um, I think historically uh, in the recruitment sector, it's been all about sales. It's been picking up the phone and I absolutely agree, nothing wrong with that. However, it's about enabling your brand to stand out above above others. Uh, the recruitment sector is growing at uh, an excellent rate. And last year, 4,500 and something new new companies. Um, it's almost doubled in size. In fact, it's probably more than that in the last sort of five years in the UK alone. So big, big things happening here. So how do you stand out? Well, you stand out by creating demand. And the way that you create demand is through marketing. So you, you have to make this a priority. You have to have a good brand and you have to have good messages, which we're going to come on to um, later on. So it's about A, um, the, the trend is have a focus in, on marketing, because if you don't, trust me, you will be left behind. The next thing is to have a goal and to have a, a recruitment marketing plan. I know that sounds really boring. Um, it's not. It's We are success-seeking creatures as human beings. If you don't have a goal, you have nothing to strive to and you end up thrashing around. If you've got a goal of, right, OK, um, I want to have a, a turnover of, um, you know, 2.4 million by, by X. I want to have, um, you know, X number of consultants. I want to be in uh, five sectors. I want to be a market leader. Then... Uh, th- that goal informs a number of things and it informs specifically what you need to do and how you need to plan that. People are getting a lot more sophisticated. You just can't turn up and just think for the best, hope for the best and go to a few networking events. If you have serious goals, then you need a plan to realise them. And that's what... Um, you know, recruitment companies that are scaling, that is what they're doing. They have a documented plan. Now, the next thing, this is number three, is a commitment to consistency. Now, we covered a little bit about this in last week's podcast. We were talking about influencing strategies and how how consistency will always win. Now, as I record this today, last week I was totally gripped by the World Athletics Championships that were in London. And um, on Saturday night, I nearly lost my voice screaming at the TV um, because I was watching a few things. Unfortunately, Mo Farah didn't do the the, the fantastic double that everyone was hoping. Um, he uh, he got a silver medal. However, look at what Mo has done. Um, he he by his own admission. In his younger years, he fanned around a bit. He didn't do what he should have done, and um, and then when he got like laser focus, he did what was necessary. He was very consistent, and he was totally committed. Hence, leaving the UK uh, must have been hard for an Arsenal supporter. And uh, as a fellow Arsenal supporter, I can understand that. Left the country and really, really focused. So, 
that was a, a great example of like consistency and what that can deliver. Now, the other thing is <laughs> the uh, the relay races were amazing. I thought the I thought the girls were fantastic. I thought the guys were incredible too. And both of them different different things to to consider here in lessons. Um, the the four by uh, one hundred uh, ladies team um, got bronze in Rio, and this year they got a silver. What will happen next? And this is because they have taken consistent action because the the reality is with marketing things don't happen overnight i wish they did but they don't things take a time to build and quite often people say oh that's not working i'm not going to bother with that anymore and they stop whereas instead it's about consistent relentless action now the guys that won the um, the gold they've had a terrible time over the last few years dropping batons and all sorts of stuff but they've got their act together and they've done it. And you can just see the actual power of consistent action and what that can do for you. Um, next one. And that is the inch wide, mile deep phenomenon. Um, because, it, you know, spreading your marketing too thin produces really poor results. So it's about if you want to get really focused and targeted, then think about the sector that you are in. Um, you know, really niche down wherever it's possible because people crave experts, people will pay more, um, they will pay higher fees. And obviously, you know, that means more profit and you're able to charge more because you add more value. So when it comes to, to marketing, think about niche, really important. And on that subject, let's move on to the next one. This is marketing personas or avatars, because we though, though we may think we market to companies, we don't. We market to individual people. I often share the story that I love going to, to Turkey on holiday. So do my nieces. My nieces and I are of a different age. How you in fact, actually, my, my great nephews now like going as well. I'm going, going to go away with one of them in a, in a few weeks time um, with his with his mum, who's my niece. Anyway, enough of that. But explaining that what will appeal to Jonathan will not appeal to me. <laughs> He'll just be going out and I'll be going home to bed. Um, so, you know, if you're thinking about your marketing messages, this is really key. Now, I've used a fun example there, but you just think about, let's just say you're a HR recruiter, um, you know, uh, a HR director who maybe is in her early 50s compared to a young um, HR executive, you would market to them very, very differently. And I think that's that's a trick that many people actually miss when it comes to um, creating, crafting and delivering their marketing message. So let's explore this more around messaging, because um, one of the things often I get asked a lot about in a, our Superfast Circle group is copy and website copy and copy in emails, you know, and how do you craft great copy? Because messages convert. If you can hone your message and spend time on thinking about what the challenges and pains are of your specific market and talking to them in such a way that they realise that you can solve those problems for them. I wouldn't say you're home and dry, but you're not far off. Rather than saying, sell my stuff, um, you know, I, I'm the recruiter, I can fill your place. People, that's what everybody does. 
People now want to be cajoled. They need to be nurtured because they will buy when they are ready. Remember, you know, people can hop online. They can check you out. They can look at your website. They can look at your LinkedIn profile. They can they can decide. Sometimes the sale is made before they even pick up the phone. And I wonder, and you think about this when it comes to trends, you know, how many sales are you potentially missing out on when it comes to things like that? Um, the next thing is social media marketing. Now, um, social is where engagement happens in today's um, current economy. We are dominated by millennials. Millennials love to connect. They do that on social media. So it's okay having, you know, LinkedIn as your search tool and you need to be engaging with people on LinkedIn and you need to be connected with people on Facebook. And depending on your your specific sector, then Twitter might be also something that you want to want to consider because that's where the engagement starts. You engage people on social media. And of course, you can use paid advertising and all different ways to do that. You engage them, you build up your fan base, you start to build up your tribe. And then obviously you move those people to your authority recruitment website, which leads me on to authority marketing. Because what is fantastic now as a trend and as a trend that works is the internet has made marketing a level playing field. No longer is it the person with the biggest purse strings that can make um, the, the, the most placements. It's the person that's willing to roll up their sleeve that gets their message sleeves that gets their messaging right and that gets out there. You know, authority marketing has been around for many, many years. However, you know, there are still many uh, recruitment organizations that do not implement authority marketing as a process. You know, some people still don't even have a blog on their website, you know, to share content. Um, uh, so, so how can they ever really leverage this, this ability to be an authority? Because, you know, people, um, your candidates and, and clients, they don't want a world leading authority. They want an authority in their sector. And if you are the authority for, um, let's just say, financial recruitment in um, Lancashire, then you can anoint yourself. Do you think everyone in Lancashire is going to come to you? Absolutely, they are. So authority marketing is important. And another thing that bolts onto this is the, 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 the M words, I call them, marketing funnels and marketing automation. Everyone wants everything automated. <laughs> automation is fantastic. And it takes work. It will take a while to get things in place. But once those things are in place, then things can start to work. Because the reality is now people don't buy straight away. You you have to nurture them, as we talked about earlier. Because you need to nurture them, you need a funnel. You need a process that they can go through. Now, once you have honed your marketing funnel and it's worth spending time, this is what we talk to our uh, our students in Superfast Circle and obviously our VIP clients in our uh, Dominated Sector Inner Circle. We talk about their marketing funnel, how they plan them out, how they map them out, what their objectives are. And they're getting very sophisticated now those because they can. And that's when you start to automate things. Once you have your marketing collateral, once you have it in place. So think about, you know, your marketing funnel and marketing automation. This is 
you can't just automate everything. Some things you're going to need to plan and and spend some time working with. The next thing is video. Obviously, I am recording this podcast, which we'll come on to. Video is going to be huge. The sooner you get over yourself and get videoing, the better for you. You know, there are a number of uh, platforms now online where, you know, video forms part of the whole recruitment process. You know, you can have candidates upload a video and then it can be sent out to, to clients. What a huge difference that can make because video, obviously, you get to see somebody, get to hear somebody. And, you know, it's not as easy to hide on video. People people get a sense of your authenticity and uh, whether you would be, you know, the sort of person that they uh, might want to work with. So video is going to be massive. And um, there's still very few recruitment companies doing it. So get on to that now. Um, webinars. Very few recruitment companies do webinars. However, Webinars are a very well recognized way of creating leads, building rapport, because a webinar, basically, you you jump online, you do an online tutorial of something or some description to uh, an audience, and then you are anointed as an authority. And you can make offers on webinars. And it's just the the rapport that that builds with clients and candidates is massive. And again, you know, they they're not they're not that challenging to create a webinar. Um, they're, they're relatively simple. Uh, it, the, the question is, are you doing them now? The final thing is podcasting um, uh, more, more of an advanced technique. However, it again, it's huge. And very few recruitment companies are are embracing it. You imagine, you know, you could probably fill up your um, your, your podcast with guest appearances from from candidates and clients and industry experts. Um, the 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 great thing about podcasts as well. Um, Obviously, you know, videos, you can get to see somebody, but, you know, through through just the power of somebody's voice, you can uh, really get a sense of who they are. You know, we you know, many of us were brought up listening to the radio and listening to music and uh, just that that whole connection with a voice makes a huge difference. Now, here's something for you. Um, did you know or were you aware that uh, many CEOs, um, A, look on video, look for videos online to, uh, to, to, to upskill and improve their knowledge base? And also the number of people that download podcasts, because, you know, key people that you might be targeting as clients and maybe these higher level candidates that you want to place, they are busy, busy people. Yes, they're going to open their emails, which is obviously really important. We didn't cover that here because I think I think that is an established trend anyway. However, what do they do? They listen to their podcasts. I know a number of our clients that that download our podcasts and they don't download others. They're on their iPhone and they're listening to them when they're on the go or they plug it into their, you know, as they're driving into into work in the morning. So so these are the trends and um, now I'm not going to tell you about some of the weird and wacky things because, you know, there's no data behind them. There's nothing to say that these are going to work longer term. What I've given you here are 12 really important things to consider. So it's about, um, you know, marketing, marketing and sales work. But it's about, you know, have that real focus, focus on marketing, have a goal, 
and a recruitment marketing plan and promise me you will commit to consistency because what happens is so many people, they give up just before um, they get their breakthrough. Inch wide, mile deep. Um, Could you niche even more in your particular sector? Think about your marketing persona or avatar that you want to target. The more specific you get, the better it is for you and the better your messages land, which is the next one. So messages and need to nurture. We've got social media marketing, authority marketing, and in that I count content marketing, creating reports, um, creating great content for people to read. And then obviously you've got your marketing funnels and marketing automation, which I think really go together. You've got videos, webinars, and you've got podcasts. So plenty of trends for you to consider. So the question is, where are you going to start? So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing Sales Podcast saying bye for now.